Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yongshin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, my name is Shining. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Today, I want to share my experience of how I realised that being focused is extremely important, regardless of whatever role you are in. Whether you're a single contributor in a company, senior management, solopreneur, or a business owner of a larger setup, if you want to have better control over your life, this podcast is for you. When I was working as a consultant in a large consultancy firm, my life looked like this. When I was 100% chargeable on a client project, I would spend most of my day time delivering to the contracted scope of work, putting out fires one after another and managing my team. In addition, I had to deliver on my functional role as the capability development lead of my department as well as the domain area lead. This means I had to organise virtual learning forums for our teams in four geographical locations Sometimes, I would also lead the sessions myself. I also had to monitor and track sales opportunities under my domain area and provide support where required. Finally, I had to participate in business development activities like meeting new clients, sharing experiences with fellow colleagues and meeting vendors. Of course, I also need to conduct interviews for new joiners to our company. You know... What's best is that the time that we spend on non-client work should be kept to a minimal on record so that our chargeability remains high. This means a large part of our extracurricular activities goes unrecorded on our timesheet. This means we can only do them after we have delivered on our client responsibilities. As a person who enjoys deep thinking, I felt that I wasn't able to bring my best to bear. I was trying to be very efficient in what I do by leveraging on my personal experience and our institutional knowledge. Deep within me, there was a lot of unanswered questions about the whys we are doing something, but I didn't have time to chew on those. Now, as I recount the things that I have to do on top of my day job, I feel like I'm out of breath. But at that point in time, I take it as a sign that I'm a valued member of the team. To say no to any of the opportunities would be unthinkable. Although nobody says it, it would be tantamount to committing professional suicide. So I continued my long and masochistic professional career in a consulting company where good work is rewarded with more work. It's made worse by the fact that we have a highly matrixed organisation and nobody other than yourself has a good idea of your total workload. So I remember that within our colleagues, there's a joke 
that when we calculated our salaries on a per hour basis, we would be earning less than the McDonald's frontline staff. At the tail end of my career, the need to deal with the increasing demands at work and at home was not sustainable for me and I had chosen to leave the company. You would have thought that I have learned my lesson when I came out to start my own business. I didn't. I took the same approach of trying to do a lot of things, partly because my business was new and I was trying to figure out what is my niche. But the other major issue is that I have been taught since young that doing a lot of things is a sign of strength. So I began teaching two modules and three classes. I was working part-time on projects and I was scouring the government procurement platforms on a daily basis for anything change management related. But gradually, I realised that I was trying to run a marathon at the speed of a 100-metre sprint. It was just not sustainable. And I was repeating the same mistake of trying to do too many things which are not converging. For example, I was spending a lot of time on teaching, which I loved, but I found that what I was building around my role as an educator did not seem to have much synergies with the work I was doing on my change management business. And it's, what can I say, it's tiring. So I sought to change whatever I felt made sense to restore focus. So when Stacy and I started planning on our area of focus back in early 2019, I said we should decide to do one thing and just one thing well, instead of touting as being all-rounder in being able to provide change management services. From the perspective of our target segment, the message to them would be clearer and from the perspective of developing capabilities for our business, we can also become more focused. So we landed on focusing on positioning ourselves as helping companies develop their change capabilities. It's an area that we feel are fundamentally aligned to our core values as change practitioners. Once we nailed that down, we were more focused on our business strategy and it guided our decisions on what opportunities to pursue and what not to. On a personal front, I still had unresolved issues. I was still struggling, or dr- struggling and juggling teaching and running my own business. I love teaching and I guess my students and the school acknowledged my contributions through good feedback and the recent Top Adjunct Faculty Award. Through the teaching, I had also built in-depth and practical insights on how to help SMEs who are trying to scale and grow. I couldn't see the synergies between these two separate tracks of my professional life, but I hoped almost on a daily basis that they would somehow converge. You know what? I believe that when you have the question, you will find the answer. Through pure serendipity, I connected with my business mentor, Janisha and James. I got a lot of guidance from them on repivoting my business as well as building my personal brand. When I first met with them, my key requirement was that I wanted to synergize the numerous things that I'm doing on the personal front and building a coherent personal brand identity. You know what? They gave me an animal as an answer to my question. An octopus. An octopus has many arms. Um, But before that, let me digress. Here's a bit of trivia. According to what I found on Wikipedia, 
Octopus has arms, not tentacles. So the endeavours that I undertake, although different, must be underpinned by a common brand identity and a set of systems so that they can leverage off each other. I will leave the details of the octopus to another day, but I'm happy to report that I see myself as an octopus now. I'll elaborate on my takeaways from this metaphor in a while. So what are my takeaways from this journey? For my first takeaway, I want to borrow a quotation from Greg McKeown from his book, Essentialism. The quote is, If you don't prioritise your life, others will. When I first read this sentence in this book very recently, it hit me so hard. So hard that I took screenshots of the few pages that conveyed the idea and sent it to my friends who were with me back in the no-day, no-night consulting career. Not only that, I shared the title with my students and I told them whoever wants to go into consulting should read them. If I could live my life backward and experience my consulting career again, I would probably handle my career differently and enjoy the process much better. But I can't go back in time. How about you? Can you prioritise your life starting now? If you hear yourself objecting, I strongly recommend you to listen to my earlier podcast, Releasing Yourself from Self-Hostage. My second takeaway is to do more with by doing less. When you try to juggle a lot of things, the focus is dissipated, so the effectiveness will be lessened as well. I think this is pretty commonsensical. Focus our energy on where it matters. It's not always clear when to do less, especially when you're in the exploratory phase and trying to figure out what to focus on. But always bear in mind that it's the law of nature that energy dissipates when you apply it or more than one direction. So in the recent years, I have become better at saying no, because it's too costly to say the wrong yes. I also realise that I'm happier being more focused in what I do, because I can do it really well and be answerable to myself. My takeaway is that you can do a lot more with a lot less. Through my journey of discovery, I believe you can have different ways to, to do that. One is, of course, to consolidate and synergize the different things that you are doing. The other way is to systemize the process so that you can just do once and use many times. There are different mechanisms for scaling, which would be different for different businesses. There is no single right answer and you have to figure out what's right for you. So today I have shared with you my journey of realising that doing more is not necessarily better. It is a huge learning and believe me, it's still very difficult for me every step of the way to say no to the candies around me. Because you live life forward but explain it backwards, so you're not really sure whether you will be losing out if you reject something and it may become the next big thing. So it will take judgment and courage to choose carefully what you decide to focus on. And all the best on that. I hope you have taken away something from my sharing today. If you have questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly forward slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e 
A-P-P-L-E. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.